Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox Internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com slash internet for details. New York City's, we're confused. We don't understand what's going on. But the Python crew here is here to decipher and explain where this thing is going. Oh, the group chats are on fire. It's, you, you would think that the people in the group chats talking don't actually like and respect each other. I, I mean, it's emotional. But today, on today's episode, um, we're going to sort that out. We're going to solve the problem. President Biden got got COVID. Things things that happen. Let's let's talk basketball. Uh, so New York City's I I, I we we ran the full gambit. We we got we got, we have almost all of the Python crew here. We you know, um Bam, Sam, and Kool Aid. Where we the back and forth just became too much. We was like we we were basically creating a podcast, and the question, and I think the question that is that that we're asking right now because of the news reports, um, is why is Kevin Durant asking for the, for a trade? What from he hasn't said anything. But from the shards of information and reporting, who do you believe, who you don't believe, I think we all have strong opinions. Well, I, I know we have strong opinions about it. But let's 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 get to the let's get to the nitty gritty of it. What you know what? I'm gonna start with Bam. Because we're gonna work our way back to me. <laughs> so me and Bam, I think, are the most uh diametrically opposed in, on this particular topic. Um, and like I said on the pod that we recorded yesterday, uh, Kool-Aid, like Bam is one of my most, I like testing ideas on Bam because he's not just going to challenge what I'm going to say. He's going to at least give that other point of view that actually merits some thinking. And, um, I, I just think you're emotional about this one. <laughs> Bam, t- tell me why I'm wrong. Well, t- today's pod essentially started because I had sent a, a memo to the, the, the group chat essentially saying that no matter who you think is to blame here, to me there's no doubt that management and ownership misread the room here. And to elaborate, basically, they fought with Kyrie. 
It led to, I think, I believe that Kyrie's status has led to Durant's trade request. And I think they misread the market for Kevin. And now but, they why, them... but why, though? What, what supports that? Well, simply put, so your, your response was, I think Kevin wants out because of Kyrie. And, and that just is illogical. Because if the Nets wanted, if Kevin wanted Kyrie gone, it was simple. They wouldn't have negotiated a new contract with him at all, which there were reports, reputable ones, that they made legitimate offers to him to keep him. Right, but and he would be, you're and talking be gone about, already. But you're talking about, you're talking about a passive-aggressive guy. You're talking about a guy that has a whole entire platform to himself. Not only did he did he record a podcast 24 hours before um excuse me um 24 hours before Kyrie opted in but Kyrie came on his podcast and he wasn't there he chose to be like like if my boy comes on my podcast where like you know uh Drew's been on Pawthorn before my boy comes on the podcast I, I'm gonna be on there if if not if even if one of you guys were going to be on there, why is he? What is going so on? The, like the, 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 the scenario you're laying out is that Kevin Durant essentially didn't communicate with the organization about his feelings on Kyrie Irving. The organization blindly negotiated with Kyrie on a contract that essentially amounted to nothing. It led to him opting in, and at that point, Kevin Durant decided to tell the Nets, "I don't want to be here because of Kyrie. I'm out. Get me out of here." It doesn't add up. It, but that it just does but it up. but but again, if you're dealing with a passive aggressive person, if you're dealing with a person who's not who's not telling you what he wants to do, um, specifically, right? How do you get a clear picture of of what's going on? That's why we're having this conversation. James right. Harden wanted to get out of Houston. He said, "Trade me." He, you, you could see it. He was doing it, like uh, he's out. There was nothing that and and he did that in Houston. He did that. He did that here. Here we have no clarity because at all because he's not telling us what he wants, and he has all the platforms to tell us what he wants or where things have gone wrong or how to fix it. Nobody it, it, knows. It, it, it goes against any credible reporting, and it, it it defies logic. Now, if you want to say Kevin Durant is illogical, okay, maybe I can take that leap there with you. But any logical person, if, if Kevin Durant's beef with the Nets was Kyrie Irving, Kyrie Irving is out of here. They could have traded. They could trade him to the uh, Lakers five minutes from now. They can have the trade done, buy out Westbrook, and that problem no, is solved. No, okay. no, no, no. He, can he's I not... check in here? Can I? Uh, go ahead, Kool-Aid. Hop in. So I think they both have valid points, and they both can be true to a certain degree. So. I'm in the middle, and I said this yesterday. It all depends on which side you want to lean more heavily into. So if you're looking at it just from straight basketball, you have to look at the whole body of work, meaning let's look at, dude, I came in to play with you. You didn't do everything you needed to do so that we could play together. Now, I stayed out of that, but I also signed off on you being a part-time player because I'm pretty sure signing them to KD and Harden to a lesser degree 
where they stood with that and how this was, what were their next steps. So they had to realize, KD at that point had to realize they put the ball in Kyrie's hands. Kyrie did nothing with the ball. Now on the flip side of that is, KD is looking at it as, yo, I came to play with this guy. Re-up him. You know, he's looking at just the talent. To me in that part, both parties are being naive. KD, if you've been here three years, you've only played 58 games with this guy, right? He decided not to be available last year with, with, with no injury. It's his choice. So you have to live with the consequences. I just think that KD over, over, over um, played his hand, meaning that the organization pretty much bowed down to every request it seems like every request that he had wanted up into them firing his security. And I'm not getting into that. I only care about the basketball side. I don't care about day to day that don't affect none of us. Uh, you know, I mean, I, but I that's, that stuff is a, a, a part of it. He may not want nah, to leave. See, for, see. I don't, he may, he may just, this might have just been him putting his foot down in, in some kind of way or stamping his feet. And the Nets were like, nah, we're not doing it like that anymore. And now we're here. And so, and so, so put his foot down. Put, put his foot down with what? That we're keeping Kyrie against you. Like that's just it does, it, that's a that part of it yeah, that, that, is a logic. That, no, but right here's hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Both of you guys, wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. How can you say that when even though it is routinely the top three of all of Nike's basketball sneakers? that they've said, you know what? We've had enough of the Kyrie experience. We're going in another direction. How could, why, why could James Harden come to the same thing? Like, yo, this dude is bugged out. I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to That's live like different. this. I'm, I'm out of here, but I, I'm just saying like, scales. I, but, but even That's though there's two, scales, but even though it's two different scales, it's, it's two. It's two because examples of people who are saying. They would have just got rid of him. The, but it's not as easy to get rid of him. You you want yeah, something back is. for him. I just told you. No, no, no. You can't yeah, do that. That that right. that Laker trade is irresponsible. But you're not bringing Westbrook. You're not bringing Westbrook to 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 Brooklyn with KD when KD left his ass in OKC, and they right. left on bad blood. You're not doing that. Right, so and you, then you get you stuck buying get out a player that makes more money. Why would you take on forty-seven million when you're when you could just let thirty-six million? Exactly. No, way more than that. No, no, it's, it's, it's forty-seven it's million because of the because of the eleven million in taxes. Eleven million extra. I, I think it might be more than that, though. <laughs> I think it might be more than that if you if you if it's. No, they said it. They said it. They said it'll be it'll man. that extra eleven million. Equates to fifty million in taxes. That 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 Westbrook trade is irresponsible. You and you don't even Listen. get an asset that you could use. Sean Marks is going to be fired by by twenty twenty seven twenty twenty nine. They they offered both picks. The both picks are worthless. They're worthless. What do they mean? You can't do that trade. And. And it can't be dictated to the Nets when they trade Kyrie. It might be better for them to just play together. Let's fix. Well, then why would they have? Why would they have negotiated with him 
on a new contract at all. They wouldn't have. Listen. Very true. They wanted him. They just wanted to be able to control how he operated. Because right, I, but I if Kevin Durant didn't believe. want him, if Durant didn't want him, they would have said, look, we're not negotiating. You can opt in and you can opt out. But he, all right, all right, so all right let me Matt. Give you one, Bam. Let me, let me give you one because I'm ahead. playing both sides today. So let's say KD thought that the deal the Nets offered him, well, this is what I said yesterday that y'all didn't get to hear. So essentially, KD is on a four-year deal, right, that the team controls, not him. He has no player option. So if you're giving Kyrie the two years guaranteed with your guarantees kicking in on games played, that's pretty much saying if you play a certain amount of games the first two years, years three and four are automatically guaranteed. You turned into a robot, my friend. Um, uh, turn off your camera. Kool Aid, turn off your camera. All right, you you turned robotic for a little bit. I'm better now. You get to better signal. Let me bring Sam in. Sorry, guys. Get get to better signal. Let me bring Sam in. Sam in. You heard what Kool Aid said. You know he he's how do you how do you am take, I better now? You're you're better. Um. All right. Let me just finish my thought. Then I'll be quiet. Uh, what go I was ahead. gonna say was so so. Let's say he felt slated that Kyrie wouldn't take the deal that would align him with Kyrie with, with KD as if he should have had a player option when he, he he didn't earn that. The talent did not earn that, and that's what we keep. Yo, he gave him the same deal. Like, Kyrie didn't take it. So, now KD can look at that as a swing. You may not want to play with me. Kyrie is saying in the media, it doesn't matter if KD leaves or not. I want to be here. He went out of his way. Like, it's one thing to feel that way. But he went out of his way to make sure it was known in the media that I'm not the one asking to leave. I want to stay. I and for that, I feel like how could how could you say Kyrie? It's because Kyrie is leaving that KD is is mad. And when Kyrie is saying openly in front of everyone, I want to leave. Because Kevin that, sees the writing on the wall. What does he that sees mean? The writing on the wall. This guy has. This guy is a one-year. He sees contract. the eye of the tiger. The writing on the wall. It's the. It's the the beat of the summer. What are these? What are these cliches? That's not. It's that's obvious. not evidence. It's, that's it's, not a point. To him, he's looking at Kyrie Irving on a one-year contract. Right. There's bad blood between him and the organization, Irving yeah. and the Nets. Listen. In the third over. year, of, in the third year of the contract, in the third year of the contract offered to him, he could do the same thing. He could be like, "Look, I don't want to. I want to play with him." And you better. And it's the team option that triggers if he doesn't play a certain amount of games. Like this would that would be if you believe that. That means Kevin Durant is the biggest whiner and worst negotiator that ever lived, because I don't understand. Yeah, he signed a dumb. Co- 
Durant signed a bad contract. He shouldn't have signed it. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's what makes this whole fucking up. thing insane. Is that is that now it the only thing it could be. The only thing it could be. And I and McMinim uh, what's his name? McMinimum Sam. Please hop in here. <laughs> Who's this yeah, I mean, like, The so, dude that I mean, reported I, like, it. I was, I mean, I was, I was texting with you guys and basically saying that I think at this point, like what I think is one thing that's clear to me is I think no one has any idea really what the reasons are for anything going on because any reason that someone gives is then well, there's then a well-reported reason for why that reason makes no sense at all to me. So, so I, I think this is where, I think this is where I stand on it. I think that a lot of what's going on is people making decisions without uh, really thinking through the ramifications of them. So I think like from the KD perspective, for example, like based off what Ian Eagle said, who has been pretty close to the Nets and always like know stuff before everyone else did, like the Ben Simmons injury, et cetera. Like he basically made it seem like after that Celtics series, there was something weird with KD. And I don't, I don't know if that's a combination of KD, like obviously the season was a disaster in a lot of different ways. He also was completely embarrassed. You also had what ended up happening with like the Warriors winning, whatever it is. I think it's clear that KD made a decision of kind of wanting to quit on the Nets. And I, and I think it's kind of hard to dispute that because I think this goes beyond the Kyrie thing because I, to be honest, I think if it was the Kyrie thing, and and the and the Kyrie thing solely, I think we would all know that. But that's been disputed. There's been enough smoke out there that Katie and Kyrie are not completely linked ver- via what Kyrie has said, via what KD has said, via what r- journalists have said. That I think this goes way, way, way beyond the KD Kyrie thing. And it's why I think that there's. I, I honestly think that this is partially why. I've been so annoyed with Katie through this whole entire process because I think a lot of this stuff has been able to be or could have been mitigated through clear communication. But I mean, let's not forget, this is the same guy who didn't tell Russell Westbrook he was leaving before he had made a decision to go to Golden State. Like we, we, we put these athletes and these superstars on pedestals that they're, you know, these like ultimate superheroes and can, and, and like are doing everything, they have the same communication issues that the rest of that anybody else has in their own life. And I think this has just been a failure on epic proportions in communication, which I guess to go full circle to what Bam started out with, that's why I can't really be that annoyed with Marks and Cy because I don't really know what they did or what they even knew that shows that they caused any of this. To me, it's far more that... This is like KD is a guy who had a really bad taste in his mouth after the season, basically had decided, I think it would be kind of cool to go somewhere else, which he clearly thinks is his prerogative, which in a lot of ways it is. In a lot of ways, I mean, he he doesn't like dealing with the slander that comes from it. But and then I think he like he said on multiple podcasts with Bill Simmons years ago that he loves he loves like being in Phoenix and he loves Devin Booker and whatever. And like, I think he basically just decided like, this is something I think that would be cool to do, and this net situation has become kind of a, a a disaster. And I think, and I and and that's all I think it is. I think that 
we all look at like, well, how could he quit on the Nets because he came here just three years ago and the first year he was injured and how could he be so disloyal? I don't think he sees it that way. I think he just like was like, whatever, like this has been kind of a nightmare. Playing with Kyrie hasn't been that hasn't been fun. Um, like, like, and 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 my last thing that I'll say about that is, I think KD is just unbelievably non-confrontational which is ironic to say, given what he's like on social media. But I think with people that matter, I think he's really non-confrontational to the point that, like, I personally don't think that KD and Kyrie want Nash to be the coach anymore. But I think no one has really said that directly because I think it's just kind of not, like, the way that they go about and do things. Like, I, but, I mean, that's just, that's just me. I think all of this is, like, could be a case study in not being honest and not being... Uh, forthright in what in, in what people truly want. That's why I find blame to be, especially for Marks inside, to be incredibly hard to to push one way or another because everything that's going on just seems completely haphazard and ridiculous. But the thing that bothers me the most is, and and what tells me that we really should just all kind of chill, um, is that these are two guys that are whimsical they are that they, they are flighty they they are quick to change mood temperature or, or whatever i don't feel like kevin wants to go really if just a dude who would want to who wants to go doesn't act like this this is you when you're ready to go like donovan mitchell is ready to go right he he's at mets games He's, I mean, he lives in New York no matter what, but regardless, he's he's openly out there. He's sending the paparazzi to him to let you know, I want to play in this city, uh, uh, and more specifically, I want to play for the Knicks. Cyclones game. Like, he's... Right. He, what are you doing at a Cyclones game? <laughs> you guys have Island on a weekday. Like, he's... Yeah. So, I, I just feel like Kevin Durant has the platform and the ability to to say, you know, uh, this is this is not true. This is true. This is false. This is fact. Or 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 why I want to leave. And and that's what makes this whole thing the most crazy. Matt, I'm, I'll bring it back to you. If you were presenting the your your case in court, what would you say is the is the moment or is the part of history that's fact that told you the reason why Kevin Durant wants to leave is is um uh, is because Kyrie didn't get a four-year max with no with no stipulations well not necessarily a four-year max but once once it became clear that his status him being his being Irving's status this year became murky it was what, forty-eight hours later, the Durant trade request came out. He was 24. on his podcast. Okay, so twenty-four hours, right? So it's pretty quickly after it. He went on his podcast when the negotiations were going on, and he said, "I'm staying out of it. I'm doing this. I'm gonna just kind of watch and see what happens." Right? So he watched and saw what happens. He sees now it's a murky future. He no. signed up for. No, but you could leave next year, though. What? Who's really, what happened? But really what happened was Kyrie was definitely playing with the Nets one more year. That, yeah, but I, 
I think once he saw that that was murky beyond that year, right? So this could blow up on me after one year. I but why would you do that now? If you I, if you really believe and you really want to play with Kyrie, if you really want to play with Kyrie, Kyrie's this Kyrie. He so if we're being honest, Kyrie could have signed any contract he wanted because they gave him a couple of variations of the contract. So if you're negotiating, and Kyrie is still hasn't been committable to him, and, so, and let's be honest, how do we know that? When this, when push came to show up, Irving realizes they're not giving me the contract that I want. I, but I, I'm not going to take the thirty million dollar haircut and go play with uh, LeBron and the Lakers. He could easily said to Kevin and Kyrie would do this because Kyrie will tell you, Kyrie is not as passive aggressive as, as Kevin. He might have said, "Yo, Kev, just just be just so you know, this is where it's at. They're fucking with my money. They're fucking with my contract. I'm going to give my all this shit, but I'm out of here after this year." But did you hear what Wendy said, too? Wendy said he had heard the idea of Katie going to Phoenix before we even get to the Kyrie contract. So I'm going back to what Sam said about Ian when he was like, yeah, something wasn't right with him after the playoffs. He checked out. When you check out, you know when somebody checks out. They're not as engaged. They don't, they don't play like they normally play. He looked, he looked checked out during the series, to be honest. I mean, like, like I know it's, like, blasphemous to, to, to say that, but he looked like he was going through the motions the same way people called out LeBron during the uh, Celtics series before he went to Miami. He looked like a dude who was, like, kind of in and out of it. Like, in and out of it. Yeah, and, and him and Kyrie didn't look like they were on the same page at all, and they were arguing on the sidelines. Like the chemistry's never been good. Yeah, and people, you blow by that because you had Harden who made it work. I just think that you don't honor his, you don't honor his trade request, something that Bam said from the beginning. And you know what? If you're gonna leave, I better you leave after next year, and you and and we saw what it looked like. Because for me, I've been saying this the whole time. I'm not really worried. I think we're gonna have our best year, regular season in Nets history. Yo, he he put out a tweet, Kevin, earlier in the offseason. He put out a tweet. He says, wings run the league. I think I think with what cap space and um and what's available to to, to the Nets, getting Royce O'Neal and TJ Warren and also adding Ben, wouldn't that shouldn't that be sent like I don't I don't know where and Kevin Joe. Durant and Joe and, and Joe well, to a lesser extent, Joe, but he's still a you know he's still an off ball wing. Yeah, no, that's the, that's definitely true, and they respect Joe's game. They respect Joe for what he what he does. He's elite at what he does. So, so you have that. There's nothing out there before. Yeah, last year, if you were if you were boycotting last year's team, I I'm I get it. But everything that ails your team, the novice basketball person looks at the current team and goes, you know what, this is a better situation. If I could just play, if I could just get Kyrie to show up, we're unbeatable. Why is he not thinking that, Sam? I mean, everybody, starting with Sam. I mean, 
like, and that's why I find that this whole situation is just doesn't really make a whole lot of sense. I mean, look, the one thing I will say, by the way, which I think is getting overlooked to, to Bam's credit, is, like, KD probably knew for a while now that this Kyrie contract negotiation thing was going to be ugly. And, and so just because just because he may have looked like kind of checked out in the Celtics series or right after that or whatever, I'm sure that that's, we're already having discussions with Kyrie's people. And it was becoming very evident that, you know, the, the contract wasn't going to uh, go the way that he thought it was going to, uh, or the way that he, whatever he was expecting. That doesn't really necessarily show that Kyrie isn't the source or is not the source of all this. I just think it's to, to Bam's credit, something that I wanted to, um, something that I wanted to say, but like, I don't really like. I think, to be honest, I just think KD kind of like has this idea that that the grass is always greener, and I think that he doesn't. I, I think there's like sometimes you just have a bad taste in your mouth. Like you know, you live in a certain city, and like shit doesn't go well with the girl, and you get like laid off from work, and before you know it, you're kind of done with the city, even though like you never really gave it that much of a shot, and shit might be better over the next couple of years. Like I, I, like I don't really. I don't really know. I think that he he might just you know want something different. But I also think at the same time, this idea that the um, that the Nets should be, which I've seen a lot of Nets fans say on Twitter recently, which is that like the Nets should do a trade sooner rather than later because the value is only going to get worse next year. It's like if the value is so bad now and KD has a good year this year, the difference between 34 and 35 is not going to be some monumental difference. Like that 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 argument that people have been making, I don't really get it all like it like it, i mean if anything you know he's if he has a fully healthy year this year and the team does well his value could even be a drop better but i don't really see it getting that that much worse considering that right now we're talking about offers centering around og ananobian bridges for a top 15 player of all time so like that right. stuff I and find. no team and no team is desperate yet you never know like the, you, you take this to the trade deadline you know, uh, teams' aspirations might change, and viewpoints yeah, my, might change. My, my, my big issue. But with why are we doing that trade at the trade deadline? Then I believe at the trade deadline we're going to be a top three team in the East. My only thing right. is that we don't talk about, about, like between us as a group, but even the fans, the arguments that we're having going back and forth with has nothing to do with basketball. That's my issue. I shouldn't have to figure out your mindset. We're talking about a sport. It's a yep. game at the end of the day. You're either you're playing or you're not. That's it. We're right. making all these excuses for grown men who get paid astronomical money to throw a leather ball around. And people want to make it seem like it's rocket scientists work. It's not. It's a game. So at the end of the day, you either want to play here or you don't, for whatever reason. But it's a game. And we keep focusing on was it this person's fault because of this or that, and half the and half the stuff don't got nothing to do with basketball. Because if you focus on just the basketball, you know what the issue is, right? Immediately, and you know and what if, the issues is. And if you're willing to leave a team because a a player like, it would make sense that KD would be leaving if Kyrie was leaving, if he could go with Kyrie where he's going. If Kyrie is the the tipping point. You should be plotting on going somewhere with Ky- with 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 Kyrie. Now, now you're going into the unknown. the big losers. We're the losers in this because we, you know, as fans, by this point, normally 
we're right. Like Clay said, we should be discussing the center, the center rotation, the backup point guard spot. We're here talking about what these guys think about when they're taking shits. Right, but that's you know, but whose like, fault is that? Fuck? Whose fault is that? Neither one of these it, guys are are keeping simple guys. My guess is Kevin is like, I know Kyrie, and he's mad at this organization. He's going to make this a fucking living hell here now that he doesn't have his money. But, Matt, don't you see how many, like, leaps of stories you have to create in your mind to make that true? Like, there's no... That's actually a point that he wants out because of Kyrie, actually, if anything. But I'm saying, either way, you the the... The simplicity of what he has to do to get what he wants is is so simple. It's so simple, and I and I just I just cannot believe that Kevin Durant went to Sean Marks and said, "If you don't give if you don't give Kyrie the full max, I'm leaving." I just can't I just can't wrap my head around that. No, I, I don't believe that either. But I believe that once it became clear that there's a good chance that he's out of here beyond a year. Why waste my time? Why waste my year here? I'm, I'm 34, so why waste this year here? I'm going to put all my eggs into this basket here? No way. Do you That's think, what I think. So do you think he thinks the talent is better at at um, Phoenix than, than it is here right now? I think he thinks if, I, if I'm on Phoenix for the next two or three years, I got a better chance to win a title than with I do Sarver with as your owner. Yeah, well, I, first of all, I don't think he's too well versed in that. I mean, of you know, course, so. you don't think you, Kevin what Durant has been Sy in the league. Why but, is Joseph Sy a good owner? Because he cuts the checks and he shuts the fuck up. That's he why he's a good owner. He does shut the fuck up. He doesn't. You never see. You never see Sy trying to tell Sean Marks who to fucking sign. That that shit is completely made up in our mind. You don't think you know he why? was involved in his Kyrie negotiations? Maybe like, maybe like, oh, if how much? Sean Marks had his brothers. <laughs> this guy that's signed personal. to a full extension. But he has to report to yeah, like Sean. That's personal. <laughs> Look. No, 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 no. The the side thing is personal, and it all comes down to respect. And I said that to Eve's and Sam. I said it to both of y'all. These negotiations is not about basketball. It's about respect. And however we want to look at it, none of us, whether you, all of us has worked a nine to five before, even whether you do it now or not. Could you imagine telling your employer who's playing you top notch money how you're going to operate and what days you coming into work? That's not, that's not the real world. And but they don't live in the real world. But they got it. There has to be a happy medium. And I don't think I don't think I don't think anything they did was crazy. We're gonna give you the full max for two years, right? All you have to do to get this money is show up. They didn't say okay, let's negotiate on how many games or whatever. They just was like, no. I I just can't believe these people are that unreasonable. I just I think. The I, other- Go ahead, sir. No, I think I think the other thing we're we're also completely overlooking in in this whole conversation about Kyrie is like everything that's gone on, everything that's been said around about him and reported about him has 
in a lot of ways, in my opinion, than him trying to save face. Because if we learned anything this summer, we learned that basically the only team that really has any interest in Kyrie in, in Kyrie Irving whatsoever is the Lakers, who are who have probably the worst roster three through fifteen in basketball, and are and are the most desperate team right now in basketball to to um, to be a contender due to uh, like all the factors that that we know. And I think like to disregard the leverage in a business and like to, and, it, and it's part of what I, I never really understood about everything that was talked about was that if, if Kyrie really, you know, if Kyrie really wanted to, uh, to, to go somewhere, he could have tried to like, you know, force his way in a myriad of different, a myriad of different ways. I think he always wanted to be back with the Nets, but I think at the same time, he also was doing a bit of damage control of what his worth was and I think he quickly saw like holy shit I'm not worth anything so that's why you know you have these leaks saying oh he always wanted to be a Ned and like that's the stuff he wanted I have no idea what he wants and I don't particularly care what he wants one way or another but I think but I think like the the the, the rumors that came out recently were undoubtedly damage control stuff about like holy shit like some people think I'm I'm a top 75 player ever in one of the 15 best players in the league right now, but literally not one team had any interest in trading me besides a team that sucks. And right. th- that's what, that's where I think like a ton of this, a ton of this is like, I, you, I you think that surprised that if, Kyrie, if Kyrie, look, if Kyrie had, if there were teams like, all right, ready? Well, let's give an example. If Kyrie no, no, was no, Mitchell Sam, right now, Sam, do you think yeah. that surprised them that the market was so bad? Yeah. Yeah. Cause I think he lives because I think, cause I think, celebrities like that live in their own live in their own stratosphere and i think that and i think that he has had no perception of what his value was and i think that he thought that he was going to be able to embarrass the nets by getting like these decent trade offers or i think teams would have i think he thought teams were going to move heaven and earth to get him look if if tomorrow um uh i'm trying to think of a like if tomorrow you know like like even giving the donovan mitchell example or you know like whoever, any other like elite guard, if any of them said that they wanted to like be traded or whatever, or or they only had a year left, teams would be moving heaven and earth, taking on bad and and trading picks with bad money, exactly what the Knicks did to get Brunson and now and, and now Mitchell. No one no one moved a single inch for Kyrie Irving. Like no matter no matter what Nets fans want us to think about how good he is, you know, all time. Or even right now, whatever look, it is, look his what value Gobert is got. What's that? <laughs> look what Gobert got. Yeah, and, his Kyrie and Go- value wasn't even the same stratosphere from a pure like assets perspective as Jalen Brunson was. The Knicks moved heaven and earth to 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 be able to sign this guy. There was not one team that even flinched to be able to get him. Like we're talking about, like, and I saw Bam got into a back and forth with someone on. On, uh, uh, on on Twitter about Kyrie's value and talking about how the Heat offered to trade Lowry. Lowry's a, a negative. Like, right? Like who's, who's this whole this whole idea that Kyrie has this has this grand market and people are like, well, dude, like the Sixers have interest. It's like the Sixers had interest basically if he was willing to be a minimum guy. Like that's not that's right. not what is that's not what act, that's not what value actually means in basketball. Anybody will take anybody for the minimum, but like. You know, like Kyrie's value is based. Kyrie's value is, is to the point that he's being talked about in trades for Russell Westbrook, who has the worst contract in basketball. So, like, I don't know. That's that's what I just find 
part is that is is I do see Bam's side of the story, which is that all that can be true, but if that's what upset Kevin, that's what upset Kevin, and like that's a huge fucking issue. But you know, it, it, you kind of go back, you then you go back on the on the Ferris wheel, and you're doing the same argument over and over again. Why does Kevin care so much? And like all all this shit, especially if we think well, that two, two year deal was offered. Sam, to piggyback something you just said, right? Think about Kevin Durant's ego, no matter how much he don't show it out in public, right? Like, to be like, direct, his ego had to take a big hit, too, that teams is not willing to give up heaven and earth for him, neither. Reality checks are These guys' value is most to the Nets because they're yeah. here or, they're here already, the roster is constructed with them in mind. Whereas these other teams that have to almost kind of pick up and start over with these guys, it, it's it's a harder thing to s- subscribe to well, because it's really the next year that you're going to be looking to make your run, but the Nets can do it now. Yeah, and so I think it was Zach Lowe on his podcast. Uh, I could be wrong, but it was one of them where they said the teams are not scared off from his age. It's if you don't know if you're going to be able to keep him happy. So when you hear that, that's to me is saying, yo, you somewhere that you wanted to go to, that they bent over backwards for you, and then you still not happy. I think, and that's why I said, when I hear people reporting about it's the security guard, it's an assistant coach, like, I can get the assistant coach. Security, like, come on. You're not coming here to dictate my organization. I'm a billionaire. This is the reason why I can afford to buy this team and pay you. I do good business. We can. We may not like how people run their sports team, but I kind of like to think that if you're a billionaire, you kind of got a good business savvy. Now, did they drop some of the ball? Yes, that that'll always be that'll always be true. But this marriage doesn't seem like it's been fifty. Because if we're being honest, you got to look at yo. I got to give something to get something. I think the Nets gave a lot and. It goes back to who cares what the talent is. The results on the floor speak way more than, oh, we got Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. Because for the last three years, it looked like we had Jordan Farm on. So I have a question for you guys. Because the last time, the last time I was, the last time we, like, at least I was on the pod, we, we spoke about how, like, was this basically a concerted effort by Cy and or Marks, whoever, whichever one pushing it, to kind of have have both of them leave and ask out. And everything that's happened that's been that's been reported recently has kind of been um, has kind of been contradictory to that in the sense that they keep on saying, you know, like the Nets like like want to do what they can to like, you know, or they're hoping that Kevin rescinds the trade request. And I don't know if a lot of that is puff. And I don't know if maybe a lot of this whole this whole thing was that they expected to get better trade offers. And when they didn't, now they're basically trying to save face. But I do think that the entire and, and this goes to something that Bam has tweeted about and and I, I I feel similarly as well, is that one way or another, the team has to get on the same page of like, even if we do get better offers, maybe but like aren't blown away. We're just not trading this guy because it's almost August training camp is what in September. And then the game start. And I just think that after last year with COVID basically destroying the entire 
uh, training camp and start to the season. I just don't think this team. I, I really don't think the franchise. I don't think the franchise can really afford, you know, another training camp where it's just completely in disarray. No player has any idea what their role is if they're about to get traded. Like for all, I mean, look for all we know, because it's still early enough in the summer. Like. I, if, if you told me that Ben Simmons was traded this summer, I still wouldn't be shocked because I think that like there's a lot of different shit that is that is capable of happening. I'm personally of the opinion that I still think that KD and, and Kyrie both make uh, are are probably going to get traded. But like, I just think that like however we think this entire thing is gone, it's it's clear to me that sooner rather than later, and hopefully very soon rather than later, especially as the, as the NBA is in a dead period, that like the team needs to make some type of decision because I think that uncertainty is just terrible for, I mean, not only is it, it's, Kyrie, it's horrible for my mental health, but it's also just bad generally. I think. Kyrie's going to get his contract on Christmas. More information and, and, and more things come down um, come out, uh, you know, one of us is going to be right. The results is going to be clear. Maybe we'll find out in a 30 for 30. But uh, for Sam, Bam, and Kool-Aid, we're Pot Thorn. Peace. Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet, but if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com internet for details.